Welcome inside the Team CBK Locker Room, a podcast to bring you our best bets from the weekend's football action. Hello, Righty here and welcome to another Inside the Team CBK Locker Room podcast. Delighted to have my good friend Jerry Taylor with me here again. A little birdie tells me he is fresh from the golf course. Yeah, I wouldn't say fresh, Jack, yeah, but I enjoyed my <laughs> first round of golf of the spring stroke summer, yeah. So, yeah, it was good. The weather was nice. cracking here today and I uh, enjoyed it. A few, few good holes, a few good shots. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, it was just nice to get out in the weather today and uh, round with my son. Definitely. Three pars, so, so that's not bad going for me, you wow. know, but uh, <laughs> my normal no, path nice. road is you... usually a five or a six, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. Very nice. How'd you play off? I don't have a handicap as such. We tend to just go out maybe three or four times, but we're going to go out a bit more. My son's invested in new clubs, so he's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> so there'll be more rounds yeah. fitted in Very this nice. summer, I think. Yeah, enjoyed it. You can only get better with practice, can't you? Other news this week. Obviously, we saw Norwich confirm promotion back to the Premier League. Great to see them immediately revert to their EPL form, losing both games <laughs> soon as they were soon as they were, were confirmed as being promoted. Zero points um, from their fellow relegated teams this season, well. So it could be money to be had there next season. I'm sad to say <laughs> it's not, not looking good. Obviously, strong links today with one of the better players moving on as well. Um, and also saw Jose sacked at Spurs. I'm surprised by that, Jerry. Uh, not really. I think when he was <laughs> appointed, I was more surprised when he's appointed. Yeah. In the first place, because it was always going to end. You know, I, I don't think it was going to be a long, long-term thing. Uh, we, as, you know, as, as Jose does, he moves on. But um, it didn't seem a. You know, some managers it looks a good fit. That never yeah. ever, to me, looked a good fit. We, mm. you know, the way he sets up and you know the, the players that he had at his disposal really. Yeah, I think I agree with you with all of that, to be honest. The only thing that probably surprised me was the timing. I think he, was, he was brought in as a trophy manager, you know, six days away from their first yeah, yeah. proper opportunity to win silverware and, and they've binned him off. Um, I, I thought maybe give him a crack because he does know how to win those big games or obviously has, has a record of that in the past and they've binned him off before. I, I suppose if he won it, then you, you're then stuck with him for a little bit, aren't you, I guess? So I suppose I've said, well, we'll take that equation and, and, yeah. and we'll be gone. But, you know, to be fair, his record is top four since he took over. Um, I wrote a little bit about this during the week. And uh, as far as his points in the EPL are concerned, since he took over, only Man City with 130, Liverpool with 117, and Man, Man United with 116 have, have gained more than his 95. Um, but... Obviously, it hasn't been a great run, and the football, as you rightly say, doesn't quite fit with what Spurs are looking for. So, you can um, make you can make your stats. Can I say a few different oh, yeah. things sometimes, uh, Jack? <laughs> can't you? But I think I the crux of it. that was <laughs> when you look at other teams, it makes his record probably you know other teams struggling like Arsenal and different things mm. amongst that. Also, it kind of makes his points total look a wee bit better, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think also he's had good runs within that, and it's spread over two seasons, isn't it, or, or more? And uh, and you know, it's, it, that's kind of fallen short every 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 season over the last last, well, so last couple, two or three, anyway. So we, we mentioned a good fit. Um, I'm just going to have a quick run through for a bit of fun more than anything else, because the we all know the odds on these managers are just swayed by a little bit of money going on them. But let's have a look to see some of the front runners and. Uh, who could be going in there soon. We've got um, Maurizio Sarri is the current favourite with the bookmakers at 3.75. 
Um, we've got Nagel's men at 5.5, uh, and then Nuno Espito Santo at Wolves, obviously, at the moment, at um, best odds of 13, but as a short as seven uh, for him. Scott Parker, I, I flagged him up to a couple of people, asked me my opinion during the week. He was 20, 25 to one then, but um, he's now 12 to one. Um, best price. Uh, just thought that maybe potentially could have fitted with what, what Levy's looking for at the moment. Ryan Mason, obviously, in there at the moment. Again, if he wins at the weekend and, uh, and and kicks on from there till the end of the season and gets in top four, then <laughs> he's stated a good case for himself. But um, it's a big ask. He's available at 13. And you've got our Rafa Benitez at 13. Brendan Rogers 15. Eddie Howe, 17. Eric Ten Hag, 17. And uh, Graham Potter, 19. And loads of other names underneath that. So um, anyone that you've liked the sound of from that list, Jerry, Or have you got anyone uh, you can throw in as a wild card? Not got a strong opinion, righty, but years ago, maybe not so much in the last few years, but years ago, caretaker managers, I sometimes, you know, like to have a wee look at a kid. As you say, if Ryan Mason did get a result on Sunday and he did finish the season strongly, sometimes you get a wee bit of value where a caretaker manager that at the outset doesn't look as if he's going to get the gig. But, yeah. you know, if, if they go on a storm and run, you never know. So, yeah, yeah it'll be interesting watching that one uh, pan out. Yeah, that's a, it is a very interesting subplot to the uh, to the weekend, which we're going to cover and cover in a little bit more detail in a moment or two. So, uh, um, yeah, that's good. Any, mate, any news north of the border that you wanted to pick up on? Anything that's uh, caught your eye up there? Uh, just really the the great form that Kilmarnock's in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle Lafferty in particular, so, yeah. Wow, well, yeah. Not, not only scoring a hat-trick, but a first yeah. half hat-trick. Yeah, I think you get the three goals within 11 minutes, 10 or 11 minutes. So yeah, he doesn't hang about. And, uh, <laughs> he does yeah, quite literally, though. He doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So come on, it look as if they're going to escape the trap door and it's down to Hamilton and Ross County. But um, yeah. it's cup quarter final weekend, but we'll touch on that um, in Scotland this weekend. So yeah, there's plenty to look at. Cool. So yeah, looks like you're securing another season in the top flight, which is great. And you, mate, you called it a few weeks ago. I remember us talking about it on the podcast, and you were saying that Lafferty was brought in because you were struggling for goals, and he'd, he'd kind of hit the ground running. And uh, he's done. The, looks like he's done the business for you. So fair play. Yeah, it just took him a couple of games to get going, but he certainly he's made mm. a hell of a difference. And uh, to have somebody with a high kind of experience, and obviously, um, some of the teams we've been playing lately, he's been helping himself to two and three goals so uh, yeah. he's definitely made made a hell of a difference right here yeah. is he on a longer contract or is he just well they were they were talking after the game in midweek and it's, it, the noises coming out sound quite promising so I said to you in midweek he, he doesn't really hang about but I think yeah. he's, his partner she's from the Ayrshire area I believe so it might be that he just uh, settles down here for a year or two so it'd be good to get him at yeah. least on a couple of years because yeah. although he's 33 I think the way he's running he about the pitch now he looks one. I don't know if some of the clubs he's been at, he didn't always play. So he's almost kind of yeah. a low mileage 33 year old, I yeah. think, if that makes sense if in resource terms. But uh, certainly, <laughs> he's, he's got a good two or three years that he could bang goals in, certainly up in the, the Premiership up here, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It'd be good so, if they could tie him down. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I was saying, sometimes a, a player just finds a club that fits him, doesn't it? And, he's, and, and you're right. I think if he's been made to feel welcome, which hasn't really been the case that, that yeah. the majority of his clubs, certainly he's kind of flitted from one to the other, found out on loan, goes off, 
free agent somewhere else and he's kind of been all over the place hasn't he but um yeah it'd be nice That's for right. him to end end his kind of career in a stable situation and, and banging a few goals in for sure and we'll Definitely. see yeah the only one that caught my eye i've kind of got a bit of a, a favorite up there now obviously other you know second favorite behind the mighty spiders but um <laughs> dumbarton I, I kind of get drawn to these dumbarton results and, and it was another one during the week and admittedly they lost but it was two nil so <laughs> another unders and uh both teams to score no so uh Maybe it's it's a money spinner and you're actually getting some reasonable prices on it. So I wouldn't rule that one out for this weekend either, right? Because um, yeah. certainly there's only one way they played them, but it's let, let's not concede a goal unless we, yeah. you know, unless we really have to, you know. But uh, Absolutely. certainly they don't, they're not they're not prolific themselves. I think the, the guy that plays up front for them has hardly scored this season. The guy that's usually a lone striker. So it all yeah. goes well for that type of bet, you know. Yeah, yeah, no one likes smacking the unders. So <laughs> you normally get a little bit that's extra it. value on that. That's 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 exactly it. I mean, I've, I, sometimes I do a mix of over two and a half and under two and a half, and I've had a wee bit of joy with that over the, the season. But uh, I've not done it for a wee while. You've just reminded me to do one of them this weekend. There I'm like, go. There you go. Good. See, it's worth, yep. worth the podcast after all. <laughs> That's it. So, so talking of doing well, let's have a look at last week's selections. And uh, mate, it was another cracking performance from from the podcast team. Um, we, we we did well. We covered both the FA Cup semi-finals, picked four picks, two each, and, and got four wins. Yeah, yeah. So starting with Saturday's game, a great pick from you. Over three and a half cards, Mike Dean. He built his part up, didn't he? He left it late, but he <laughs> got there in the end. Yeah, he, he, he let Fernandinho off with a couple of really bad ones, didn't he? And then yeah. it was one of the ones you're watching a match and you know because he should have booked somebody. You know the next person, even if it's the first foul of the game, <laughs> you know they're going to get the card because the referee's thinking, oh, I should, I should have cautioned him there, you know. So it was Reese James that kicked the ball off, yeah. kicked it rolling, got it rolling. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, absolutely right. And And, and we mentioned it, you mentioned it. The yeah, first half card, not afraid to get the first half card out, so that would have spiked a few few um, bets as well. Um, we got a few late ones, card. didn't we? Did as we well, yeah. We got a couple yeah. of late ones, yeah. Yeah, brought it over the line, five cards in the end, five yellows in the end, so a, a nice double your money winner, 2.0, so that was all yeah, good. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and with a little bit of help from you, pushing me in the right direction, I obviously threw uh, three bets out, which I couldn't quite my mind up, make my mind up on, and uh, finally landed on both teams to score no um, which which you like the sound of again same odds two point zero and uh, one nil obviously so adds to the list of Tuchel winners um, the unders and no um, and and he obviously got another one in midweek as well so <laughs> to an ever growing collection with a with a nil nil so um, yeah, happy but, days uh, throughout the game I mean Chelsea really started the better team didn't they they were you know yeah. they certainly had the upper hand and the better really looked good from. You know, it looked good all the way around, really. That bit, both teams to score. No, you know, Man City put up a little bit of fight, but um, it was yeah. always comfortably going to land that bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, we definitely nailed the game there with um, everything we said, uh, said, said came in. So, uh, all good stuff. And uh, the second one, the Sunday game, Leicester Southampton. Um, you obviously picked out Leicester to win, which they did at 1.95, which I thought was a, a big price. Southampton didn't have a shot on target. So, again, that one was never really in threat. Um, obviously, we saw both those sides again in action action this week. Um, but, yeah, Saints so huffed and puffed a bit, didn't they? But that, that looks fairly comfortable. Yeah, and Leicester came, uh, came last night and did the business again at a, 
half decent, no good price as well, didn't they? They did, and uh, I, I was so disappointed talking about that game. So disappointed with West Brom last night. I thought they looked absolutely awful. I don't know if you caught the game, but they were strolling around. They didn't have any kind of intensity whatsoever. They've, they've effectively said we're down and and let it happen. So uh, and and, and Sam Allardyce looked much the same. He looked like he was ready for the beach himself. So not good. It looked. It was quite strange because they played so well in the previous two games against yeah. Southampton and. They wiped the floor at Chelsea, didn't they? Scored five, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, scored five at Chelsea, three um, 0 against Southampton. Nice break. They'd had like a nine day gap, I think, in between games. Uh, with obviously yeah. Leicester playing on the Sunday, you'd have thought they'd been bang up for it. It got in yeah. Leicester's faces and, uh, and and you know, okay, kicked on from from those good results. But absolute but complete just, opposite. It just shows you when Leicester, when they front two click up front for Leicester and the guys that are pulling the strings behind, that you yeah. know they'll beat most teams in the league, won't they? You know when at home, you know. And yeah, very West impressive. Just, yeah, West Brom weren't strong enough for that last night. No, not at all. They gave uh, Madison too much space. Ianacho yeah. could have had probably another hat trick. Um, obviously, that was the second bet that we had uh, from the FA Cup semi final. Him to score any time. Uh, 2.5 obviously scored the only goal of the game so we could have could have landed the first goal score back there but 16 for the season now one more than Vardy so um, an interesting little battle between those two I'm sure um, Jamie Vardy wouldn't necessarily want to hand over his, his top goal scorer mantle for the club to him but um, they, they seem to be working very well together yeah, and I think that was Vardy was his only second goal in 19 games or something like that it was ridiculous it was something you know? wrong that, yeah. yeah, it was crazy the, the, the drought he had had for scoring yeah yeah, but he looked lively as well last night. So, yeah, and I think, um, you know, with, with Ian Acho scoring goals, I guess it's going to give Ardy a, a little bit of a kick up the backside to, um, you know, to keep, if he's not scoring, at least working hard, which he tends to always do. And, and he you know, laid, laid the goal on to Ian Acho last night, didn't he, with a good run and, and a cut back. So, yeah, uh, looking dangerous, which is good good news for the Foxes. So, a Chelsea-Leicester final. Some interesting odds here. I, I, I must admit, I expected Chelsea to be odds on, but you can get them at 2.10. Leicester at 3.75 and the draw at 3.65. What do you think of that, mate? I'll be a cracking final, I think, because uh, two, two good teams. I like watching Leicester and Chelsea, obviously, have had a nice run as well. Uh, they came yeah. unstuck the other night there, but they uh, had drawn with Brighton, but they've certainly, I think, all the stuff going about with the Super League was kind of sideshow. Um, yeah. to that match so I don't know if yeah. I was totally on the ball the, the manager and the players and whatnot. but um, we all the, it was a kind of moving feast that night with this guy's resigned and this team's pulled out and all that sort yeah. of stuff so <laughs> that probably was a factor there but you would expect Chelsea to bring their A game to the final um, it could go either way that would be really be a cracking final that. Yeah, well, I did have a little cast my eye over the uh, under 2.5 odds for that one, <laughs> given what we've talked about before, and it's 1.83 currently, so we'll see what that one goes off at, um, obviously, uh, next month when the, when the final takes place. So, uh, also last week, both our best bets won as well, so a very nice pick with, with Hibs, Jerry, over two and a half Hibs goals, um, Hibs to win and over four corners came in nicely. Yeah, Hibs, Hibs helped themselves to four goals. It was frustrating watching it, uh, right? Because they missed like, two or three really <laughs> bad sitters early on. They gave me a lot. Was it going to be one of their ones? But yeah. they were far too strong for Stranraer. It was like the Alamo at times. And um, <laughs> they, they certainly they put it to bed reasonably quickly, you know. Um, so uh, it was quite a comfortable one. I thought it was a great price, to be honest, because, it was. as I said, in the previous round, they had beat a 
stronger team, two divisions above Schooner quite comfortably. So I thought, yeah. I, I knew what lineup he was going to play. He was going to play. I think he just swaps his goalkeeper, but he, he plays the ten outfield players. He's his first pick players, Jack Ross. So the Scottish mm-hmm. Cup certainly has been targeted by Hibs to at least try and get to the final. I think this season. Yeah, very nice and 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 a great tip. Obviously, you've put in that over two and a half goals. Um, putting it in with a bet builder is a great way. A lot of people ask me the question, how do you stop the account getting restricted? How do you kind of keep it a bit clean? Well, that's a great way. Over two yeah. and a half Hibs goal on its own. Probably wasn't a lot shorter than what, what you had there, but you threw in obviously yeah. the Hibs win. Now, let's face it, if Hibs are, Hibs are scoring three goals and winning the bet, they're likely to beat Stranraer anyway. Um, and, and the four corners was a, was a fair given, given um, you know the, the dominance that Hibs were likely to have on that one. But um, so it's a nice way of... of Keeping under the radar, picking up a nice win on a on a, a strong bet, but uh, not 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 going heavy on just a single. Guys tuning in that don't really know a lot about Hibs, just to put you in the picture, they're a kind of unique team up here because they've actually got three men more or less up top. So they've got um, Nisbet, Christian Doidge, and Martin Boyle with his pace, and the three of them are capable of scoring in most games. So it's not as if you're relying on one striker or two. The three of them are contributing, and Boyle, he's a penalty taker. He's scored. I think he may be available at 71 this weekend, but um, he's scoring most weeks at the moment. So, um, and Nisbet scores most games as well. So, they're a team to keep on side, certainly when you're looking for teams to get you two or three goals, you know. Yeah, cracking. Good stuff, yeah, love that. Um, and, um, and my bet of the weekend uh, was, was a stable diet for me, really. It was Sheffield United booking points. Um, we went for 20 plus, and, and that was fairly straightforward. Uh, I didn't say I was touring with the idea of most booking points but weren't quite sure that came anyway they, they got two Wolves got one and uh, they, they were both around even money so uh, happy days and, and talking of Sheffield United uh, you've picked out that game Sheffield United versus Brighton as your, your feature game this weekend to talk about from the EPL and uh, I'll just have a quick look at the odds before I hand over to you for a little insight onto it we've got Sheffield United at 5.6 Brighton at 1.79 and the draw at 3.75. So what uh, what angle have you found for us here, Jerry? Basically, Brighton... I think the price on Brighton to win this match should be slightly shorter. I mean, Sheffield United's last... Everybody knows how poor they've been. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to kind of document that, but, you know, they've won two games in the last 12. They've lost 10. There's no draws in there. So they've won two games and they've lost 10. Brighton's at the last five games, two wins, two draws. Drawn against Everton and Chelsea isn't a bad benchmark. It's nothing to, they're not disgraced there. And they've just lost one game to Man United recently, which was a, a late winner, wasn't it? So last yeah. five games, they're in good nick, Brighton. They're plenty of threats. I just think three to four, the price, three to four odds, slight odds on with um, bet three, six, five. And, and I've, I've mentioned in the pod before, but you know, out there, the last 16 aways, they're scoring 11, 11 times. Just a couple of the harder venues have not been able to score in. So you would think Brighton are not to score at least once here, um, possibly more. So I just think the price to win the game should be slightly shorter. So I'm just going to keep it simple here, righty, and go for a, a Brighton win here because Sheffield United, they're, they're already away and um, there's just no sign of life there, is there? No, no, not at all. It reminds me of another team from last season. I can't quite put a finger on who it was at the minute, but uh, they playing yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they do, they do. Yeah. But um, it, it does look like game. It's just like, I, I said it last week. It's a bit sad to watch, really, given how they attacked the league last season. It's been the complete opposite uh, this season. 
Um, and, and I make you right. I think Brighton are strong for this. I, I looked at it obviously not knowing what you were going to pick. So I always yeah, yeah. try and pick a couple out for myself. And Brighton to win was on my list. Uh, I coupled it with with an unders goals, like under four goals. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it could be a 1-0 or a 2-0 job here. As it couldn't yeah. rate you, but I thought we'd leave the, the stage open yeah. free here in case you would get down a <laughs> Sheffield United card route again. <laughs> well, you know what? Why? Why? Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think is what they say, something like that. But um, so I've left. Have I left you an open goal here? Have I? You, you, yeah, you've set me up nicely. I've set, I've, I've dawdled into the box. You've done all the hard work. You have sit it across, uh, drew the keeper, and it's a little tap in for me. So Sheffield United cards <laughs> uh, is my second option. Um, look, I've cost twenty plus um, booking points in twenty two of thirty two games this season. That's sixty nine percent. Seven of the last ten. And four of the last five, um, it's odds against with Sky Bet for them to get 20 plus again tomorrow, um, tomorrow Saturday. So um, it's not Saturday, is it? Sunday. I've lost track of the days. But um, it's, but it's yeah, so 2.25 with Sky Bet for Sheffield United to get um, 20 plus booking points. And uh, yeah. I'll take that given what we've said before and, um, you know, the success we've, we've had with that. But uh, I think the you're right. The Brighton price is big, and someone asked me during the week if if they had Harry Kane up top, where where I think they'd finish, um, and I, I put them top six. Um, they're obviously they're, they're fifth on XG um, as far as the points expected points tables concerned. We all know about that. Um, Fifty three points. Uh, the expected have got and they've got forty six. But um, I think yeah, I think that uh, with a with a quality striker, and you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago as well that. On top of the shopping list, this closed season, this window must be a striker, and there'll be a threat next season. Oh, definitely. I would be, I would be certainly looking at anti post prices on Brighton. You know, for a you know a highish finish, depending yeah. on who they bring in this summer for the bring in the right um, one or two good, really, you know, quality signings. But uh, I'm sure the guys that are doing the recruitment there are already on the case for that. But um, sure, certainly, I think the price you're getting on Brighton. Maybe you know, come at the end of this match after the 90 minutes, it could be a wee tad generous because Sheffield United don't look as if they're winning a game anytime soon and they're not drawing games either, are they? No, 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 they're not. Uh, so they lost nine in the last ten, haven't they? You've, you've said much the same kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Brighton have, have kept three clean sheets in the last four, and as you say, Sheffield United against, are scoring. against against Chelsea and Everton as well, right? So that's 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 good form, clean sheets, draws against them, yeah. you know. And, compared with what they're going to play against this weekend. Yeah, they were unlucky at the weekend, uh, after the weekend, sorry, they're unlucky uh, midweek. I, I thought they were they had their chances to win that against Chelsea. They yeah, kept it tight. I've seen, seen a few of the highlights coming in for that on the yeah. Sky Sports News, yeah. So, good stuff. Okay, Joe, Brighton win for you. <laughs> the old faithful, you knew what was coming already. Sheffield United, 20-plus <laughs> <laughs> booking points for me. Thanks for setting that game up nicely. Telegraph the pass for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. So, my eyes lit up when I said to you, what game do you want to cover this week? And you went, oh, Sheffield United. I was like, okay, well, that's that bet. So, nice <laughs> <really>. right? <laughs> <laughs> I did have to look into it more just in case you were trying to catch me out and thought you were going to take it. You are going to take the penalty off me. But no, you, you were kind. <laughs> that's it. Great stuff. Right, so we also see the Carabao Cup this weekend. So the first bit of English silverware to be handed out, um, which pits Manchester City against Spurs. Obviously, we just talked about uh, briefly a while ago. Some um, very prohibitive odds, as you'd probably expect here. Man City are priced up at 1.52. Spurs are 6.6 .6 and the draw is 5.1. 
Cup upset, Jerry? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, I had a good think about this today. I've watched Pep Guardiola's interview coming in as well, and I couldn't, I couldn't get the impression out of my mind that it's as if he just can't be bothered with this game. <laughs> he's talking about the Premier League, he's talking about the Champions League, and this isn't a priority, this game on Sunday. It is Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um, he just, and you know, his, his goalkeeper, Stefan, was in for the, the final against, uh, the semi-final against Chelsea there last week, and you know, he came unstuck, you know, he had a howler, didn't he? Yeah. Came running out his box, and uh, you know, he didn't lift the goals wide open. Just think things like that. He's, he's, he's obviously going to be looking at the, the games ahead other than this Sunday. So Man City could obviously still win. But at the prices, I'm kind of think I looked up double chance, uh, righty, for mm-hmm. Spurs. You're getting 24 to 13. 24 to 13, so almost 2 to 1. Um, a smidgen shy of 2 to yeah. 1 for double double chance on Spurs. Draw Spurs. So I thought that was a nice price. Spurs obviously under Ryan Mason. I think people get carried away the other night there when they won the game, you know, as if it's a, you know, Spurs have totally, you know, playing a different style, blah, blah, blah. Maybe a wee bit premature for that, but yeah. certainly this 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 final will be a big deal for Spurs, for Spurs, not so for Pep and uh, Man City. So I'm thinking, you know, Spurs could get in amongst it here, and I think just having a double chance on your side, that this bet's got a chance of landing, you know, if it goes, if it is a draw at 90 minutes, it goes any extra time, but. City, yeah. I don't know if Pep is fully committed to playing, you know, exactly his, his strongest team in Sunday. I may be wrong, but is Harry Kane going to make this for Spurs, uh, right there? That's Yeah, well, that's the question. I, I looked at well, what was said today, um, and they're a little bit non-committal on it. Uh, they've, they've said that he um, might have a chance. They're going to look at it tomorrow. They basically said that um, they're, they're not sure, <laughs> was what, what they actually said. Um, they didn't train today. They're going to have more of an idea tomorrow um, and, and to see if they can get him back on the pitch. And I think, obviously, if they if they can, they will. Um, I, think, I think they'll gamble, right? I think. I think yeah. he'll start. I think he'll start. That's that's my hunch. That's my guess. I think if he does, then then you're in play with with you with your bet because yeah. I think that yeah. he yeah. will be up for it and I think there's a, a great chance he's um a few of the bits that I'd written down for the game was that um 21 goals and 13 assists this season 34 of of this is just in the league but 34 of 56 Spurs goals um that he's had direct involvement with so 61 percent of their their goals has come either through him with the final touch or him assisting um, so, without him, I, I really don't see them getting a result. But I think I've actually gone against you here, I'm afraid. So, one of us, we're going to get a winner, one of the two. Right. Not much help for people. But um, but I, I think um, I, I, I was a little bit surprised. So I heard um, Pep during the week when, when they said, oh, oh, you know, are you one eye on the weekend kind of thing? And he was very, very like, aggressively saying, no, definitely not. Right. And then he didn't right. really go on to say that we'll be focusing on that then it's like we'll play this we'll have a day off we'll go in Thursday then we'll have a think about it and I so I get where you're coming from totally on that one I just think that City will just kind of up the game and have enough I, I watched the Spurs game in midweek uh, against Southampton I thought they were excruciatingly poor in the first half and then not bad in the second I mean, they, they did pick it up and got a little bit of confidence but they were against Southampton and <laughs> that sounds disrespectful to Southampton and it is but we've obviously documented over the last couple of podcasts how bad they've been recently and they can't they can't get a win so uh, yeah how much you can read into that we don't know but you know, I think he's going to pick up a couple of those players like Bale um, that, that were clearly not in favour 
uh, under Mourinho, get give them a little bit of a boost. But will that be enough to, to take on City? You know, they wobbled, but um, I think they're comfy winners over Villa. Again, another game I watched during the week. Even when they were 10 v 11, they were still kind of dominating the game. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that yeah. game. Yeah, they still, they still got the result comfortably enough, didn't they? They did. 29 out of 32 games they've won. That's still their record over the last 32 games, which is insane given the level that they're playing at. Uh, and I just think he wants to put another trophy in the in the in the cabinet. Um, maybe it's maybe it's mind games. Maybe he is saying uh, we're not that interested, and 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 he'll he'll like turn it up on the day. But I don't know. It's a very interesting battle, though, isn't it? You got Guardiola in one dugout, and and Ryan Mason in his second game in charge as a manager in the other. Couldn't get any more contrasted, really, could you? To be honest, is Stefan um, getting the is his reserve goalie getting the gig again for Sunday? Do you reckon? Uh, I'd say so. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you will. So uh, it'll be interesting. Um, you, I am denial be, about you'll it. Be, you'll be hoping he doesn't do a blunder again for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've played it pretty safe, to be fair. I've gone for the, the minus one Asian handicap, which is, again, right. another bet that I've trodden a path many times uh, over the course of the season uh, for uh -huh. City to come good with. It's a little bit short, I'll, I'll be honest, but I was scratching my head a little bit to, to try and find it. And, you know, I, yeah. I appreciate you've gone for the value side there, to be honest. Um, so, obviously, a 1-0 win or a one-goal win gets gets a, a void bet for me. But I'll, I'll take the minus one. I think, I think I've think i got 2-0 in my head, something like that, for City. I think they'll they'll control it, win it, do enough, and then move on. Um, so, but we will see, um, obviously, some big games coming up. So, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Um but we we can mark it down that we've definitely got a winner. <laughs> but as you said, someone's well, winning. But yeah, yeah. So all good, cool. Okay, mate. Excellent stuff. That's that boxed off. So um, as we know, this is it's, I always say it, but this is a part of the podcast that I really look forward to because I um I don't know what games you've uh, you've picked out for this week, and I love your insight on the Scottish football, uh, assuming that you're going to be going Scottish. Um, and uh, obviously, like last week, you picked out an absolute peach. I know it was a part of your long shot, but Albion Rovers at Albion. Yes. Do I get half a long shot for that, right? Do I? <laughs> I'm going to give you half a point. I'm not a problem. Six, six like, to one. It was a, a yeah. healthy six to one. Wasn't oh, too bad. Wasn't too shabby. A five to away win. <laughs> yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. It was never in danger. They were banging in the goals early on in the first yeah. half. Yeah, it was nice. What a pick. Yeah, but, brilliant. Uh, that. The, prices, uh, the prices were wrong. You know, they're just uh, the form of both the teams, you know, Albion Rovers were on a good little run and Elgin had a, were on the back of two defeats. So 61 to Albion Rovers was way too big. And I think yeah, it, yeah. Did, it did nibbled that pre-kickoff, you know. Yeah, I think it went in at least by a point or so, didn't it? But um, yep. no, a hell yep. of a pick there. Another, another couple of other nice winners as well. So uh, it's great stuff. Fantastic form as always. So uh, banging those in. Nice profit every week. So what have you got for us this week? Well, this weekend, righty, I'm heading north, um, right up north. We're going to Aberdeen. Oh, Aberdeen. Um, the it's the quarter-final quarter final of the Scottish Cup. Aberdeen have got, have got it looks to appear as, as if they've got new manager bounce. Yeah. Stephen Glass has come in as uh, the manager in the last few weeks and they've won in the Scottish Cup. Um, albeit he was sort of isolating at that point. Then they, they won away from home in the league at Perth against St. Johnson. Yeah. Then last weekend, in the last round of the Cup, the last 16, they beat um, Livingston on penalty kicks at Pataudry. So this week they're facing in the quarterfinal Dundee United. Dundee United came unstuck at Rugby Park against Kilmarnock in midweek. 
Um, That's the only reason you picked this. <laughs> well, you can mention it again. I, yeah. <laughs> The the, the, the the word on the street here that Dundee United were going to rest players in midweek, so seven players were rested in midweek. So Kilmarnock, you know, I can't, I, I can't, I can't help myself getting Kilmarnock in this podcast <laughs> as much as possible. But uh, basically, yeah. they they got beat three 0 but it was pretty much almost a reserve side, give or take. You know, I think the back four was, you know, the first pick, sort of three or four defenders were playing. So they rested up Dundee United for this one, but I'm going to be going for Aberdeen because. Aberdeen, I think, have turned a wee corner. They've got the new manager and they're attacking. They're getting a, a goal here or there now that they weren't, you know, a month or so ago. They're at home. Dundee United on the road, righty. Um, if we turn the clock back to last August, they, they opened up coming up. They've had a good season considering they've just come up from the Championship. They won their first two away games last August. But since then... They've only actually beat. Uh, they've only won two away league games, and that's against the worst two teams in the league, um, Ross County and Hamilton Ackies. So that's their only other two away wins since their two away wins they got last August. So on the road, they ain't really winning games, you know, unless yeah. it's against the bottom two. I, I couldn't back them to win this game. It might be he digs in, you know, to try and get it to extra time or penalties. Dundee United have been capable of that this season. They, they can, on their any given day, get a nil-nil. They can keep it tight. But I just feel as if there's still a lot of... There's still a lot of whispers that Mickey Mellon's going back down south to League One, um, possibly Doncaster. I don't know how much truth's in that, but there is a bit of kind of hearsay that he's... You know, this will be his only one season with Dundee United. So yeah. I always feel as if if a manager's moving on and the players get a wee bit of a wind it, I feel yeah. as if they're not going to be running, you know, all cylinders. Um, 100%. So I think Aberdeen have got the feel good factor. They played Celtic in midweek, Aberdeen. And apart from losing an equaliser with the last kick of the ball, one each throw with Celtic, they mm. actually could have scored. I watched, watched the, 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 the highlights coming in. They actually could have scored comfortably three goals. They hit the post. They did another claim for you know a penalty, a last man thing on the edge of the box. They could could have easily have scored three goals. So they were back at you know you know playing some nice stuff. Aberdeen, I think the yeah. new manager has made a hell of a difference. So that'd be my strongest uh, bet this weekend for Aberdeen to win this game in the ninety minutes, hopefully, and it's priced at ten to eleven. Ten to eleven with Boyle Sports. Um, so there might be a wee bit of a. More money to come for Aberdeen, a wee bit of a nibble in the next day or so. But I quite fancy Aberdeen to win this one because Dundee United, I just couldn't back them with confidence to win away from home, you know, against a team, you know, Aberdeen's pretty solid outfit. So I just think yeah. Aberdeen can nick this game. And that's it's hard going to pick out selections this week, uh, the way the cards are in a way, with the way some of the league titles are done and dusted, right? But yeah. I quite like this as my best bet. Yeah, it's a tough time of the season. You're right. I, yeah. I had much the same, <laughs> same stress yeah. myself. I'll be honest. So yeah, but uh, well, well, grounded. My my brother-in-law will be thrilled. He is from Aberdeen, so uh, yeah. he will he'll be pleased. Uh, keep him happy. I'll let him know that they are going through to the semi-finals. I think they've definitely turned the corner, right? And you know, whether it's Lewis Ferguson, he could have had a couple of the night. He got the 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 one Aberdeen goal, but the likes of uh, Florian Camberry and um, Colin Henry's sons there as well. Uh, the boy Henry as well. He's 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 start, been starting up front as well. So there is two or three players there: Niall McGinn, Johnny Hayes, etc. Matty Kennedy. There's a few creative players there. So I quite yeah. fancy them to get the better of Dundee United. Considering the last round, Dundee United, the way they played, I watched the full game. They were at Forfar who are struggling in League One, mm. and you know. 
pre match you would expect a Dundee United by scoring three and four goals in that game. They scraped it one nil and um, they, they weren't impressive at all. So I don't think Dundee United's played well the last few games, so I'll take a punt on that one. Yeah, no, good stuff. On to the next one, righty. I've got another couple. The next one I quite fancy is it's, it's a kind of head scratcher because bet three six five of the odds up for this game and they keep taking them down, putting <laughs> them back up again. They've took it back down again, but I don't know why. It's Dundee versus Wraith Rovers. All the other bookies are betting on it, but Bet365 don't seem to have prices up the now. I don't know if there's something going on or whether Your there's money, a COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to back the draw here. 13 to 5 with Betway is the best odds I can see at the moment for the draw. Just to put you in the picture, Wraith Rovers are sitting second behind Hearts. Hearts have won the title. Wraith Rovers are sitting pretty in second place. I've, I've watched the interview with John McGlynn, the Wraith Rovers manager. Now he's saying, yeah, if they can go and get the win, they'll get it. But when when you cut down to the chase on his interview, a point suffices for Wraith Rovers. If they get a point here, they're guaranteed to finish second, which puts them in a strong position. It means they're only going to play one game, a winner takes all, basically, to get the playoff position against a Premier League team. So basically they'll be playing a championship team and either of the, the two championship teams, of which Wraith will probably will win, will be playing the second team, which looks like Ross County or Hamilton. So Wraith basically just need to go to Dundee here and get a point to guarantee second place, which puts them in a good position. So I just feel as if this game could... There's been a lot of draws in uh, the championship in Scotland yeah. in the last wee while. So I just feel as if, yeah, Wraith, he's making noises, they'll maybe go for the win if they can get it. But I think deep down, He's, he's going to... They've got a crack in midfield, some good young players that I've highlighted before on the pod, but certainly they're more than capable. Dundee have been very hit and miss, very inconsistent, and uh, I really fancy that game could could end up a draw. Yeah, no, that's, and I, I saw you, you tweeted uh, um, during the week about... Was, it, was that the championship you're tweeting? About aye, the, uh... aye. There's... They're basically, out of five games, four of them were going off odds on. The prices <laughs> have eased on a couple of them since I put that up, but um, certainly... The five teams that are at home and, you know, four of them sort of odds on. The, 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 I think they've won four games in 33 out of the yeah, last sort of five, six, that. seven, eight games. So there's about four or five victories out of 33 matches when you add it all together yeah. for the teams that are at home. So I certainly could end up mega in my face easier, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be fancying the five teams all to win, certainly in this no. division this weekend. No, yeah, Hearts are 1.65, I see, and, and we, we've talked about what well, you've talked about them and their, their kind of iffy form for the last few weeks, and they're yeah, now yeah. up, they're now up, aren't they? Yeah, uh, and, Hearts, and, are you talking about? Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I Hearts have won the title, so yeah, they're. They're picking up the trophy tomorrow, but even the, you know they're a short price at home to Inverness. But that 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 game might have a subplot as well because Hearts and Inverness are being uh, in cahoots with each other just over all the politics in Scottish football and the the COVID issues. You know they've actually been canalised, so it'll really be interesting to see. Um, Inverness were priced up at 92 to win this game, but it'll be just Inverness have still got a bit to play for because yeah. they're they're trying to get in the playoffs, but Hearts yeah. don't really need to do anything result-wise tomorrow. Yeah. So no, that's what I was seeing, thinking. Uh, and obviously an no fans there either. If, if you see the money starting to pile on Inverness, I would maybe take <laughs> note of that tomorrow. But uh, right, It might I'm be worth getting, getting on now and, uh, and and then seeing what's happening because obviously you can always get out if it's uh, not looking exactly. pretty. But uh, that'd be an interesting one. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll note that um, one down. My, my final Scottish selection is still in the Championship. 
Um, it's not Queen's Park, it's Queen of the South. Um, <laughs> Queen of the South are away to Air. Air, as I've mentioned before, are, are on a bit of a poor run. Air have only had one win in seven matches. Their last seven games in all competitions, one win. Um, they've only scored once, one goal, in the last four matches. And that includes a game against struggling League One side Clyde in the Scottish Cup at home. Yeah. So they're not in great shape at all. The manager's been doing a lot of moaning in the press that the players really only need to turn things around because they really are in danger of falling into the, the playoff spot at second bottom to be playing off against a team uh, from League One to stay in the championship. Um, yeah. Queen of the South, the reason I'm putting them in, right, is they're 19 to 10 with bet 365, which I think is a nice price. But the thing about Queen of the South, you know, you know what you're going to get tomorrow. They've only one way of playing, Alan Johnson. I gave them a wee bit of stick at the start of the season. They had a terrible first month of the season, but since round about Christmas time, they went on a, a brilliant run. But the thing about Queen of the South is, right, they, they score every game. So I'm telling you about Ayr's exploits, a lack of exploits in front of goal. Queen of the yeah. South have scored in 16 of the last 17 matches. Wow. So that suggests to me tomorrow they're going to score at least once. And he just aren't scoring at all now. So I like the 19 to 10 with bet 365. And Queen of South will want, will want to finish strongly with a win or two in the next couple of weeks. So I'm quite happy to take that on. It's Queen of South have, a, have had a couple of defeats recently, but in the main, the last four or five months have been fantastic. They have got two or three different guys that can score goals, but the bet is more a price play because of how, how bad they have been. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, my that angle. Yeah, it served you well last week as well. Like we said, that was uh, kind of much of the reason that we, we picked, you picked up that that five to one or uh, six to one winner. So uh, Correct, yeah, yeah. why, why yeah. not go again? Go again. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah, straight on the nose. Lovely job. And uh, just final piece of that, I saw um, Peter Grant is is leaving Alloa in, yeah. in the championship. We bit surprised because. I actually think he's done. <laughs> it sounds stupid. They're bottom of the league and they're, they're, they're relegated already. But that you know, budget-wise, they've got no budget compared to anybody else in the championship. They're part-time. They're yeah. you know they don't you know they haven't got a squad size like every you know most of the other teams. But he's done pretty well. I mean, they beat Hearts in the League Cup and stuff like that. And uh, I thought he'd maybe he might have something else to go. To. He might have another yeah. you know another job that might you know that might come out pretty soon. Um, but um, did wonder. I thought he'd be done when he stayed there for them in League One because I think he's done reasonably well with one high, one arm tied behind his back kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. See what happens. See where he where he pops up next. That's it. But good luck to him. Cool. Okay. Thanks for those, mate. Lovely. Uh, your top three there, and um, I'm at Aberdeen. You you better the weekend. Aberdeen better the weekend. Yeah. If, if, um, if Stephen Glasses had the impact that I think he's having, um, yeah. I can see them. Um, Dundee and I did a wee bit shy in the road so I could see Aberdeen uh, getting themselves into the semi-finals yeah. fantastic stuff cool good right okay mate well I'll go on to my one my bet of the weekend and uh, I'm going to go to the championship and uh, Barnsley versus Rotherham um, so Yorkshire Derby here impact at both ends of the table um, Barnsley currently six so in the last playoff spot and looking pretty safe for it. Uh, they've got a little bit of a buffer between themselves and Reading in seventh, but a win here will, will guarantee them um, a, a shiny place in the playoffs, which is fantastic given their 
again, we talked about budgets. Given their budget, given the sap of their their club compared to some big names and big budgets in that league, um, I saw some stats out today um, that that put them fourth in the calendar year table um, and third since um, Valerian Eshmael was appointed with an average of 1.94 points per game, which we say is like if you think a, a promotion average is generally speaking, if you can pick up two points per game average, then you're, you're promoted. So they're, they're bang on that mark at the moment and uh, since his appointment. So it's been a, been a hell of a hell of a performance from him. Um, and I had a little conversation with someone during the week and, uh, and put him forward for manager of the season, believe it or not. But um, I think given the job that he's had, the budget that he's had, the team that he's got there, I think uh, especially if he gets them up by the playoffs, that would be absolutely phenomenal. So uh, we'll see how that one pans out. But um, I expect them to give a tired looking Rotherham the runaround. Uh, again, we've talked about um, clubs that are being made to play a lot of games in a short short period of time yeah. and, and rather than fall into that category in the championship this will be their sixth game in 23 days um, and it is starting to look like that it's taken its toll um, now Barnes were overpriced when prices came out of the, earlier in the week they were 1.8 which I thought was <laughs> a, a, a little bit on the large side and, and I was hoping it was going to stay but it didn't <laughs> it's a lot shorter now but You'll be surprised to know it's not the outcome that I'm interested in. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with my own favourite, the cards, the cards route here. Um, and like I said, Brobram seem a little bit tired. Um, they, they, no, they rank second in the league for fouls committed um, and they're fifth for cards collected. They've had 20 plus booking points in four of their last five and um, they picked up three yellow cards in the reverse fixture uh, in December. Uh, the last four matches they've, they've picked up 11 yellow cards and one red card. Uh, now, the referee's Gavin Ward, uh, and he ranks six out of the regular championship referees. Um, and by regular, I mean anyone who's, who's refereed 10 or more games this season, uh, producing 81 yellows and four reds in 25 fixtures. So he's got an average booking points of 36.4. Uh, so effectively an average of three and a half yellow cards a game. Um, he's also given 21 yellows from his five League One appearances. Now, he's refereed Rotherham twice this season, both times away from home. And he gave two yellow cards at Watford in December and three yellow cards at Preston in February. And I say they're for Rotherham, not in total. So two yellow cards for Rotherham at Watford and three yellow cards for Rotherham at Preston. And I think that kind of is a decent benchmark for us because you're kind of looking at Barnsley, probably somewhere being in between Watford and, and, and Preston. Um, so, yeah, that, that should be that should be good. Um, now, Barnsley themselves, they, they tend to pick up, they've been picking up a few cards of late. So should make for a feisty affair, given that there's promotion on on, uh, on the table, given that there's um, survival on the table as far as uh, Rotherham are concerned. So it should add a, a bit of extra spice to it. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, now, as far as the odds are concerned, you can get 40 plus match booking points at 2.38 or 11 to 8 with Skybet. But I'm focusing just on Rotherham. Now, they're even money, 2.0 for most booking points. But Barnsley have been, as I said, they've been a little bit um, keen on, on the bookings in recent games. So I'm going to avoid that one. And I'm just going to side with 20 plus Rotherham booking points which you can get at four to five. So 1.8 with Sky Bet. Uh, and the same bet is 1.65 William Hill. And I'd probably put it nearer to the 1.65 and the 1.8. So I'm, I'm happy to put that forward as my bet at the weekend. 
it's always a good it's always a good uh, angle for the, the cards when you as you say they've both got something to play for and rather than it's with survival. Freddie La Ladapo thought he was going to uh, save them, but I think he's dried up in the last couple of games. Well, they've not really got a result in the last couple of games, rather than I thought they were going to with the games they had in hand. But it's the schedule, you know. Uh, it's yeah. really kind of went against them, isn't it? Yeah, they've still got a couple of games in hand. They've still got an opportunity because Derby are in free fall and I nearly nearly put Birmingham up. Um, uh, as better the weekend though um, away at Derby and you can get odds against the double chance but um, I, I went just against that <laughs> uh, Birmingham are looking safe but I think you know so you never quite if, know but aye. I, I if, think if, um, if Rotherham could bag a couple of wins in the next couple of games the likes of Huddersfield and Derby you know they're right in amongst it aren't they they are certainly so, say so Derby are four points clear of Rotherham. Rotherham have got two games in hand now. Obviously, points on the board is probably better than games in hand at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. as you say, if they can pull a surprise here at, at Barnsley, and and you mentioned it a little while ago, if this game was next week and Barnsley had secured the playoffs and wanted to keep their best players fresh, and especially with the season they had, you you can see that these these sides up at the top end are now going to be in the playoffs. You can see them resting players now. You you've got the likes of Brentford, Swansea. Bournemouth, yeah. you know, once it gets definitely out of the chances of getting automatic, which they sort of are at the moment, but probably yeah. coming into the next week. The last couple of games of the season, you know, it's, it, it, you can throw that out of the window as far as... That's uh, it, it's, it's, it's the Queen's Park syndrome, if we can squeeze yeah. them again. And Jack, they don't... I mean, guys were asking <laughs> me, are we, are we betting Queen's Park tonight? And I'm saying, well, as good as they've been, you know... I'm I'm always loath to back a team that doesn't really need to win. It's after the Lord Mayor's show, isn't it? It's like after Norwich had a little bevy the other week. There, it's kind of win shape, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and and I think Watford were a good price, and, and that's exactly that. You know, I know that they were out and they're having a few few celebratory, well earned celebratory beers on 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 the Saturday, and to go for it again on the Tuesday against the sort of fresh and revved up side that had it all to play for. Um, yeah, it, it was um, it was probably one step too far, um, but yeah, bet, you're right. It, it's I bet on Kenny McLean to be the, the drunkest man in that squad would, <laughs> would, would be a good wager to have. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you'd have got very skinny odds on that. The way he was dancing around in his pants on the pitch, I think, uh, highlighted that he'd, <laughs> he'd had a few already. <laughs> there we go. But, but no, I make you right. I did check out the Queen's Park's uh, odds and, and they were like 1.7, I think, 1.75 top end. Um, for the win, and I think yeah, couldn't be couldn't be taking that on. So uh, a, a watch and brief, which I think is the words you use exactly, um, exactly. during the week, and I think yeah, I make you right. So, I make you right. It's, so, the yeah. price the price has been moving around quite a bit, you know, and it's been kind of going out then going in again. So it's as if people don't know they they can't make their mind up. Yeah. I think there will be there will be some guys still hoping that you know the they're, they're still too strong, but Stranraer or no mugs and Stranraer have still got a wee bit to play for with regards to um, position yeah. in the league as well. So. It's not a gimme, but yeah, they could win Queen's Park, but I'll just sit this one out. Yeah, yeah we'll see how it goes. Cool. Well, there are our best bets at the end of the weekend. So just to uh, recap, Aberdeen at 1.91 uh, to win uh, tomorrow in the uh, Scottish Cup and for Rotherham to pick up 20-plus booking points at 1.8 with Sky Bet uh, against Barnsley. So that's that done. Time for a little bit of fun. We like to end with our long shots of the weekend. And uh, we obviously hit one a couple of weekends ago and uh, a little bit been close, knocking on the door. What have you dug out for us this week, Jerry? Something I look forward to. Everybody needs a pen and a piece of paper for this one. Oh, I'm, re I'm sitting comfortably. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> it's a, it's a, full, a full ream of paper you need for this one. Um, <laughs> we're looking at a 
thousand to one shot. <laughs> um, basically, you beat the odds wise. <laughs> the card, the card in Scotland this week is, is very, very trappy to say the least. And yeah. I always think this is where I start going looking for draws. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what I'm going to put up right here is I'm going to put up eleven games that I think could be draws. I'm either going to be hero or zero with this bet. Um, <laughs> Just my staking plan for it is is 232 bets at 10 pence. So it's a £23 £23 20 wager I'm putting on. Basically, it's 8 folds, 9 folds, 10 folds, and the 10p, 11 folds. So it's 10 pence on all those bets. You've got 165, 8 folds. You've got 55, 9 folds. You've got 11... 10 folds and you've got 10 pence if for all 11 draws come up but pie in the sky but I'm thinking there could be a lot of draws in Scotland this week so I thought we're going to try and end the season over the next few weeks with a bang so I thought I would yeah. give this one a go if MD wants to go further in and do the 7 folds it's up to them what the, you know, everybody's budget's different gamble yeah. responsibly folks yeah, um, but I'll, I'll give you the I'll, I'll give you the 11 games that I'm kind of focusing in on and here and we'll see if we can get a wee a wee exciting run for money. We're money that we've had for a few of these big bets in the last few weeks. Um, so you're right. I'm ready. Hit me. Right. The Championship. We've got three games in the Scottish Championship. I'll just give the home teams. Dundee. Yeah. Dundee's the first one. Dunfermline's the second one. And Greenock Morton is the third one. So that's the three draws we're looking at in the Scottish Championship. Yeah. In, into League One. East Fife. Falkirk. Peterhead and Partick Thistle. Then into League Two in Scotland, Albion Rovers, Edinburgh City, and Stenhouse Muir. And the final game to make up the 11 is actually Monday night. It's my own team, Kilmarnock against oh. St. Mirren. Very hard game to call. It's priced accordingly, round about two to one for the draw. So I thought I'd chuck that in for the everybody. But if, if we do get a bit of joy, <laughs> the, the draws, you know, it's going to be hard. Do we cash out? <laughs> um, that'll be the questions. Um, so it's about uh, it's a pie in the sky bet, but let's let's try and end the season on a, a right bang over the next few weeks. So I thought I'd give that one a go just because you look at every game in Scotland, you're like. The home team win, would away team win, can he mm. make up your mind? So I just, I thought it's worth a tickle, righty. Um, it's priced up with bet, Victor, for for, for the, your 10 pence on the 11 fold is 507,565 to 1. So you get 50,000 50, pounds for your 10p 11 fold. But <laughs> bet 365, we're having them... Uh, They've done a Houdini act with the Dundee game at the moment, so those odds, odds I'm quoting are with Bet Victor at the moment. So it may be you want to dip back into Bet 365 as soon as they put the Dundee race game back on, hopefully, and you might get yeah. better odds there for, for the whole bet. But it's worth a wee tickle eight folds, nine folds, ten folds, and the 11 fold, 232 bets, 10 people units, costing me. £23.20 but you can stake it or do whatever version of that you want but that's 11 games that hopefully we'll get at least a a handful of draws and give us a wee run Mate them first 10 drop in can you imagine (laughs) the the, the Kilmarnock game Uh, is it on it's on TV I take it has been on Monday night Uh, it's BBC Scotland uh, right uh, here Monday night yeah but uh, I can't wait record viewing figures for that game I definitely think there's going to be a handful of draws in Scotland, right? So yeah. you just need a, another two or three wee bits of luck to go for you. And um, last-minute equalisers and stuff like that, and we might have a run up here. Yeah. You never know. 
mate, two years ago, he won... Go on, sorry. Sorry, on you go. My mate did a a tenfold um, on the draws uh, a couple of years ago now, and he won 11 grand on it. Um, But he cashed out with 90 on the clock. There was a last-minute equaliser to bring the last draw in, and he cashed out when it landed. And there was a 94th minute winner for one of the teams. So it was uh, it was like the best cash out he had done. So I don't often mate... do this. I, I don't often do more than five, I think, with this. Scott, it was League One in Scotland. I got four out of yeah. five and got a nice wee return a couple of midweeks ago. So yeah. it's feasible. A lot of these teams are closely matched and a lot of them um, have been known to draw games, you know. So yeah. give it a mate, while. I love that bet. Yeah, it's going to be so popular, that bet. Uh, I know people will be on it, so I'll make sure that uh, we'll advertise that you've put up a 507,000 to one uh, long shot. You've blown me out of the water. What, I should have gone first. You should have given me the heads up. <laughs> My I, thought, I, thought, I thought Ratey beat me with his the other week there. He long shot by a couple of points, so... I'll need uh, Yeah, so here's my 550,000 to one answer now. <laughs> now, unfortunately, mine is a lot shorter than that. So, um, but no, I love your bet, man. I know it'd be really, really popular, as I said. So, um, uh, a great bit of fun. And you rightly say, gamble responsibly with it. And I know we joke about it, but that's a, a serious message that, yeah, throw a few pence that's on it, it, throw a few bits, yeah. bit of loose change on it, and uh, exactly. have some fun if, if we get close to it. So, uh, all part of it which is great stuff so okay let me uh, let me play a little game with you then jerry see if you can guess where i'm going with my long shot and uh yeah sort of long shot it is uh, i'm going back to the epl for mine so um sunday's tasty looking matchup between leeds and man united ellen road is the game uh, obviously the reverse ended 6-2 um probably at a time when ollie was under a little bit of pressure at man united now that's sh- that game had 43 shots in it 26 for uh, Manchester United and 17 for Leeds uh, 14 on target for Man United and 4 on target for Leeds so the player in question I have here had three shots that day of which one was on target with his head he has had 27 stop me when you know who it is 27 headed shots this season ranking number two in the English Premier League, behind only Patrick Bamford for headed shots. He has won 129 aerial duels this season, which ranks him number five in the EPL. Lorenzo. Leeds. No. No. no, no. Leeds have conceded 15 set piece goals, which is the highest amount in the Premier League this season. And this player has had 33 hi, hi, shots. Hi. Harry Maguire? No. You're going for Harry Maguire. Let's see if you're right. 33 shots in total, 10 on target, and he scored twice, both of which were headers. He is 4-1 to one for one header on target, but as we know, that is not good enough to cut it. Even what's coming might not be good enough to cut it after 507,000 to one shot. <laughs> but you're right, Harry Maguire is my long shot this weekend, and he is two 40... Yeah, two headers on target, 40-1. to 4-0-1 to one for two headers on target. Um, so that is my long shot. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, he's he's always similar to Lewis Dunk. He's always there and thereabouts in the box, isn't he? He's he's buzzing about yeah. when the set plays are in there, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like you know, I'd expect uh, United to have a, a fair crack at it um, and get a few fit set pieces. As I said, Leeds conceded the most amount of set piece goals in the league this season. 
watched them again the other night and they didn't look overly composed at the back. I'm not convinced by, by the goalkeeper either. So I not think uh, yeah, if there's any set-piece situations, corners, free kicks around the box that they're going to throw in, um, you think our slab would have a chance of getting on the end of it. And um, as I said, he did. He got one in the, in the, in the reverse fixture, but he did have three headers in that game, um, one on target. So if he can get two on target, we land a 40-1. to one And, um, you know, that will set us up nicely for uh, the Monday where we then go and pick up our 507,000 to one shot. So. <laughs> that sounds a nice bet. I'll have a wee double on that. But back to yeah. the Leeds keeper, I think that lad will be a good goalkeeper. I think he's got other attributes, but he's still a, he's learning. He's he's that young. He's still a work in progress, isn't he? Once he hits puberty, I think he'll improve a little bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> he does look about twelve. He, I know he's not, but uh, right. yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes, you see, you see a, a good keeper in there, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, a little bit older, and uh, yeah, he's he's not got the experience behind them yet, but he's certainly got some of the attributes you need, doesn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we say Cooper's missing as well at the back for Leeds. Uh, at the weekend and suspended still so I think he'll be a big miss and uh, I think uh, United could wreck a little bit of havoc in in the box uh, with a with, say, with a few set pieces so it's worth it's worth a dabble at 40s that's for sure so and I say he's four to one for one oh, header on target so um, I might might have a little cover by well, in fact I have so I might I have <laughs> I've had a cover on I've had a cover on that one header on target which is best price with um, Paddy Power and the long shot is 40 to 1. It's with Skybet. So, I'll have a wee five on that. Yeah, good, um, good. Just before we finish up, Righty, you forgot yeah. to mention one of last week's bets. Ding, dingo, oh. It wasn't a winner. Dingo Dollar had to get mugged on the line, more or less, oh, in the yes. Scottish National. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what? I, I I thought about it during the week and I went, oh, I must remember to mention that and I completely Aye. forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, it, it looked a winner over the last bit. It had been leading for, it was up front for so long and it just ran out of yeah. gas just before the line and one mighty thunder came from the back for a Scottish trainer, Lucinda Russell, and nutted yeah. it on the line. So it was close at round about 10 at 11 1, but each way, it paid out each way, so not so bad. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Well, unlucky, but, but good. And so, yeah, a little bit of money back from that one. So, excellent stuff. Cool. And and so close as well to full full whack. Right, there we go. That's, that's, the, that's the joys of horse races. So, but no, nice one. Thanks for that. Well done on picking that one up and no uh, and, uh, and letting us know. So, good stuff. I hope a few, few of the uh, listeners got on board with that one. But there we go, mate. That's wrapped up another podcast. Thanks ever so much for joining me again. Lots of covered as usual. Yeah, cheers, Rated. So, uh, have a great weekend, mate. Hope you're not too achy breaky after your golf today when you wake I up know in the what morning. Took it my straight, <laughs> took it my straight. <laughs> <laughs> you're a machine, you're a machine. Fantastic stuff. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. Good luck with your bets and thanks to everyone else out there as well from me and Jerry. It's bye bye for now. Cheers. Good luck. All the best. Cheers. Cheers.